It would have been really funny if you had. Um... <laughs> oh my god! Coach, I just burst in. How is that not a human? Not knock the door. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. We're back with Oops the Podcast, and oh my God, do we have a lot to catch up on. Here's Julio Gallarotti. Julio Gallarotti. The star. He is I and I am him. The star of the of the, <laughs> the era. The, st- <laughs> the, the prodigal son has returned. The star of the era. That's from good. the sandy shores of Los Angeles, <laughs> California, where he brought his talents and performed <laughs> as a dear close friend of Peter Davidson. Peter Davidson. Upon his Netflix show. How was it? <laughs> first and foremost oh man it's great it was great to do it get it out of the way um stop that no no i'm serious like get it out of the way like it was a flu shot no it's just funny because uh chris even asked me the other day he's like so what are you working on now and it was like the first time in a long time i kind of didn't have an answer which kind of gave me anxiety for a second really it's all good no because it was like iraq and then i was finished that and then i was getting ready for this and now this is done you know I guess. Yeah, um, but you yeah, but you you've earned I a was, spell. It's nice. You've earned a water break. Dude, it's nice. So it's funny. Since in since the show happened, and that was probably like five nights ago, maybe, maybe six nights ago. I don't know. I have just like been having fun. <laughs> Eating a lot, drinking yes. a lot, dude. I need, a boy. You know those Manx things that they make? The like it's like Spanx for men. I like need one of those, dude. I'm just like a bursting bubble of Oh, are you are you loading the wagon? Load I've been loading the wagon. <laughs> You've been loading the wagon, huh? I gotta, you know, nip it in the bud now. I think I've got it I got it out of my system. But dude, it was really fucking fun. Really you, cool to do. Can you tell me when you say that you have spent four or five nights loading the wagon? What sort of things are you enjoying? What sort of, that's what we care about. What are you eating? What are you drinking? Okay. In what quantity? How often are you eating? Okay. This is what I like to hear about. These are good questions. Okay. So the night of the show, everything ended late and there wasn't any liquor in the green room. I was trying, dude, I was trying to get this bottle of tequila the entire night. So I found out there was a bottle of tequila in Pete's green room, but his significant other uh-huh. Was I, it's funny. I almost don't want to say her name because I'm afraid that there's going to be some like algorithmic thing that finds it, and then they deem me not trustworthy and I'm excluded from further opportunities just yeah. because of the same fact that I'm talking about it. Yeah, you let the you, they don't, no letting the cat out of the bag, and that's cat with a K. <laughs> she is I mean, very lovely. Yeah, you know, as you might imagine, cool to meet her, whatever. Um, so anyway, there was a bottle of tequila in there. I couldn't find it. One of the guys who was on the show actually went in there at one point and poured himself one. But I just didn't feel comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. You Aven- know who you should have sent looking for it is the guy who found my wallet. I know. I know. Because he's very good at rooting around. That guy's around very resourceful. Rooms. He would have found it. So, dude, then I finally am like, I find like a good moment to ask Pete. I'm like, dude, can I grab the bottle of tequila? Do you give me? He's like, dude, sure. And I go in there and it's gone. And I realized that Machine Gun Kelly had actually stolen it and taken it to his green room and Ugh. finished it. 
Because he had his whole band in there. MGK. God damn it. MGK, you bad boy. <laughs> he just got to, he got to it first, dude. Yeah. Um. So anyway, okay. Does he go by machine for short or machine gun? I think he goes, if you're friends with him, which I'm like not, uh, I'm not not, I, I don't dislike him. I think he's perfectly nice. I'm only probably hung out with him two or three times. I think they call him Colson. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a little softer than machine gun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So I probably had two or three that night. But like since then, I've been having somewhere between three and more than that. Nice. But like, you know, last night I had two. I wasn't going to drink last night, but I was at a show and the guy who, who I was with, Zach McGovern, he was having a couple. So I was like, oh, I'll have a couple, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, just eating whatever the fuck I want. What are you? Are you? Have you had some burgers? No, but like chicken quesadilla, candy, chips. Oh, you know, just whatever the fuck I want. Candy, candy. Are, is it is it fruity sweet candy or is it chocolatey? Predominantly rich, the former. Uh, oh, candy. you're eating Skittles like hot, and Sour no, Patch like Kids, gummy bears. And, oh, <laughs> you did earn it. Gummy yeah. bears, those Welch's fruit snacks that claim to have ten percent juice. They're in them. like a vegetable. That's a vegetable. Yeah, that's a vegetable. And they actually do more for funding local basketball teams than uh, just about anything. <laughs> Dude, totally. Do you uh, get what I mean by that? Yeah, they're selling because them on the that's train. That's what they sell on the I'm train. I'm here selling these Welch's fruit snacks. Yeah, to try to send our AAU team to Orlando. <laughs> It's like, huh, I'll buy a All few. Right, cool. Yeah. Um, but dude, just like eating too much. Like I went to, you know, Ludlow House the other night and I just like I was completely full before my entree even came out and I still ate the entree. Attaboy. Yeah. You know? That's good. Yeah. That's good. Sometimes you have to uh to do that just to be polite. Dude, I just also don't like I just like don't give a shit. Like, I don't know. I wanted to like look presentable for the taping. You did. You looked good. Thank you. Um I saw the pictures of your outfit, Hill Dog style so yeah. view. Hill Dog style would be nice lady. Looking like a Bruno Mars up there. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> just dialed up, dialed up the everyday style, dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um so yeah, I was happy uh about that. It was fun to let her use me as her canvas yeah and 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 in this sort of afterglow cruise control you know you are eating whatever you want you're drinking whatever you want a lot of zelda (laughs) downloaded the dlc pack do you think first of all is there a point where you run out of the goodwill of hillary who's witnessing you do this she's not even here dude oh <laughs> while the cat's away she's julia will eat uh no but dude i don't like i don't i'm not concerned about that i'm not concerned like oh no like right th- there's just not like you can only do so much damage in like four or five days Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't intend to live my life this way. So where do you call it quits? Where do you say, okay, today, time to, today, today's the day? Today's the day that I've called it quits, yeah. I had a healthy lunch. Um, wow. I intend to be healthy again moving forward. Just, dude, if anything, just for like it, the having the ability to enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, after that meal that I was telling you about, I have you ever been so full that you just have nightmares all night? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. You just feel like shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so I just had the worst dreams all night tapping into every single deep rooted insecurity that I have uh-huh. as well as just like high level anxiety situations. What time did you go to bed? So dude, I, you, I know I'm fucked when I start falling asleep earlier than I normally would. Like my friends came over to watch the Warriors game and I was like falling asleep in the third quarter. 
Yeah, but the third quarter of the Warriors game is still like midnight and 1231 in the morning. But I normally have a lot of energy at the time. Uh, And if I'm like, you know, I hit the weed pen, which I never do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was also I've just kind of been perpetually hungover as well, Mm. uh, which doesn't help, of course. No, but I haven't been like drinking at the airport or anything. Booze booze really (laughs) affects your sleep more than anything that I have more than red meat, more than. I don't know, caffeine for me. Yeah. Weirdly. It's kind of it's do. um and it's always the second half of your night. Interesting. I know we've talked about this because everyone's like, Well, I, booze always makes me fall asleep. Yes, true. But you don't sleep well. You are fine for the first four X hours, something like that. And then it's the back half of your sleep that gets totally fucked by your I think your system getting rid of the alcohol. Interesting. They say that doesn't happen to me. But like the outcome is the same. Like I'll you sleep. might not know though. Maybe. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like from a science perspective, like when I wake up, I need a nap already. I could sleep ten hours and I wake up needing a nap that I can't take because I'm too jittery and have too much anxiety. So it's this thing where like I never end up taking one, mm. and the whole day I'm just kind of like, oh god, I'm like tweaking. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. It sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're <laughs> back in in the world of health and wellness. We'll get you right. <laughs> I went well, to Pilates yesterday. And a boy. It's okay. Fun. We'll get we'll get the evil out of your system. Um, um so. that's awesome, dude. So okay, hold on a second. There's so much more to unpack. So here. first of all, let's not forget Chris was there too. That was Yes. A, there was a fun moment where Chris and I were standing next to the stage being like, ah, dude, let's suck this in. I'm so glad to hear that. It was super fun. Because it would be a real shame if you if and I actually think you both being there was probably good for each other. So that you, because it forces you to see what you've accomplished and where you're at through the eyes of a familiar face. Interesting. Well, it definitely made me more comfortable just being there in general. Yeah. Just having Julio there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was also nice because uh, I knew that Chris just like felt more comfortable shooting me. So like I definitely and I'm I'm definitely in a lot of the BTS footage which I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Chris is gonna get a fucking sweet shiny netflix credit uh, are you yeah. gonna be what is it like photographer any I idea know. producer i have no idea to be Interesting. honest um, um it's so cool though because you'll have that on your resume forever yeah and you have a netflix credit i mean it's a real it's a real step forward for one half of our podcast crew <laughs> ryan and i i don't know if you guys know this uh, while you guys were away, we did nothing. <laughs> we did not advance our careers. Uh, and maybe you did, Ryan. I don't mean to throw you under the bus. I Nothing happened for me. I didn't get any calls, didn't get any emails, have no leads. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. What did you do? Um. Oh, were you here? I do have a big piece of news. Uh, Chris, behind you, do you see that hockey stick? 
Could you pass that to me? Oh. <laughs> so while you were off gallivanting with uh, she who must shmim shmar shmashian, <laughs> I <laughs> went to a ranger hockey game with our old pal Luke Marcus. Shout out Luke Marcus, Luke Marcus. and the United States Marine Corps. Um, and we were at the game and our seats, uh, thanks to my lovely godfather, were uh, directly above the away team's tunnel. You this know, thing, the exit. Dude, that thing's sick, bro. And the game ended, and I hung around. You know, I like to watch the players come off the ice and sort of congratulate each other, stuff like that. I like men being nice to other men. <laughs> and the last person off, the guy had this stick, and he looked up at me, and he went, like that, as if, as in to say, would will you receive this? And my <laughs> eyes got wider than pizza saucers. They were saucers. And I went, uh-huh. And he just hoisted it up to me, and I caught it. And let me tell you something, Julio. <laughs> 15 years of childhood. Let's call it 10 years of my childhood. Hunting for sports memorabilia desperately hoping that an NBA player would remove his sweaty wristband after the game <laughs> and toss it my way, desperately hoping that some outfielder would underhand toss a ball <laughs> after the third out of the inning to me, that little redheaded boy d hoping beyond hope for some piece of the game. You know, uh, that some football player, I don't even know, throw a mouth guard at me. I don't know what it would be. And never, never, ever getting it. Because, you know, there's always some kid who was a little younger than me. Mm -hmm. Or I was big for my age. So they just assumed, oh, he's too old. He doesn't need it. And you think, you think that you've outgrown the need and the FOMO, the FOMO that comes from watching the person to your left or to your right catch a t-shirt, catch a stick, catch a baseball. The second this hockey stick, this game-used hockey stick, hit my hands, all those years were wiped out. It, it ended. A decade of loss and sadness and heading home from the game with a sense of uh, lack of completion. Uh, of, of severe FOMO. It it didn't matter that I'm 33 years old. I had the stick in my hand and I was beaming. <laughs> You're on a roll, dude. Do you have any idea? What, exactly, dude. I've so you caught the T-shirt at the Celtics game, also. Correct. And your tone, it was amazing. You did the same exact thing both times, except insert a different word. The first time you went T-shirt. <laughs> the second time you go. Hockey stick, <laughs> dude! I was fucking cracking up. How psyched you were! Look dude. at how cool this thing is. Sick. Of a souvenir, this is this man. Is carbon fiber. This is super sick. How much do you think these things cost? Uh, Three hundred and fifty dollars. I was oh told. My God. Plus, it's got the guy's name on it, Svechnikov. And oh, guess sick, what? Dude. He's super good. That's sick. he's like their second best player. Is he on the Rangers? No, he's on the on the um, Carolina Panthers, and they're sick. the number one. I think they're the number one team in their division. They're playing the Bruins right now. Hurricanes, excuse me, what not the Panthers, what am I saying? Carolina Hurricanes. I remember watching the Carolina Hurricanes back when they had this guy, I think his name was like Ron Francis. Uh, I liked his name because it was my name. And they used to play the Detroit Red Wings in the early like uh, 2000s, the early aughts, <laughs> as we know it. And I would stay up late watching those games. But dude, this guy has two goals this year that are, as they call them, lacrosse-style goals. Oh, like 
No, the, you know that Michigan hockey, famous hockey goal where he's behind the net and he, oh, and and he, he pulls it up on his stick and oh, stuffs it sick. in? He's done that twice this year. That's this guy, Svechnikov. In fact, I'm going to tell people he too. did it with this stick. <laughs> and that it was only in this game that it finally, I feel like he probably, I don't know the answer to this. So is he a Southpaw too? Southpaw. Sick. Dude. Southie. Dude, um, Carolina Hurricanes, formerly the Hartford Whalers. R.I.P. Oh, wow. Two good franchises. Yeah, by the way, it's a Nike Vapor, no, excuse me, Bauer Vapor Hyperlite is the stick. Um, but there, sick, you see how there's yeah. no like butt end? Yeah. I'm wondering if the stick broke, like the butt uh, end broke off. I don't know if all is that hockey customary? sticks. I don't know if hockey sticks have butt ends or not, but I'm, I'm guessing I would have thought this was broken somehow, which is why they gave it to me. But maybe they just have so many sticks they don't care. I wonder if it's like a shock absorber in tennis where like you either you like like the feel of having the butt off. Right. Versus on. See how they, he's got the tape job, the custom tape job at the top there sure with do. number 37. Sure do. See, this is this is the all Sick, this dude. is the sort of thing that, you know, I'll be able to say, well, yeah, that's how you know it's real. <laughs> you know, dude, um, I'm very, I was very, very thrilled. So, to yeah, know. dude, I mean, listen, you had a pretty good weekend, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not compared to me. <laughs> yeah, I got a hockey stick. And then I'm walking out and, you know, uh, this kid came up and was like, whoa, you got a stick? And I was like, sure did. <laughs> and I could tell this little entitled he wanted it. dick. You could just tell he thought, oh, well, I'm way younger than you. So the right thing for you to do would be to give me the stick because it'll mean more to me. But this kid didn't know how many times I, as a kid, had not gotten the stick mm. and that I needed to make up for all those losses. Dude, so... So I told him, you're not young enough. <laughs> you could have said... You, he said it to his face. You could have like, said to him... If you were younger, I might have considered this, but you're, you've, he's aged out. <laughs> what do you think the cutoff age is for when I have to give a piece of sports memorabilia to a kid? Never. And dude, also, like, it's not as cool if he doesn't catch it directly from the guy. This kind of like secondhand market charitable memory hand down. Fuck you're down, right. Dude. You're absolutely right about Bullshit. that. I mean, if you're like, if you okay, the the time where you should maybe be giving it is if you like were fighting with a child to get it, like you pushed a kid over by accident, or like yeah. then you give it to them maybe. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. dude, whatever, man. If you, if you enjoy it, take it, dude. Yeah, I think the age is probably like ten. What do you mean? For like when? Oh, oh if so he you, were younger than ten, oh, okay. I might have given it. Oh, to interesting. Okay, but this kid was like thirteen. Yeah, dude. He was at an age where I was like, "What? Who, who the fuck do you think you are?" And you, you could tell him one day your your size will be your advantage, as you saw in this situation. Yeah, your time is coming. Yeah, maybe he'll have to keep growing. <laughs> he'll have, you know, he's not. He's certainly a long way off for me. Um, but listen, ultimately just a a wonderful, incredible moment for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess we both really had major achievements in the time (laughs) since I last saw you. Dude, it's good. Yeah, we did. So you were here all weekend? I was. Was it nice to be here? Was it here? Um, yeah, it was good. I needed it. I, you know, haven't had time here in a long time. And uh, we, what did we do? I, I can't even remember what we did. On Sunday, we drove down to pick up Koji Man from Pennsylvania. 
Oh man, he looks good. Got him back. Good to have him in the mix. Huge, huge uh, return in our lives. And uh, yeah, otherwise, um, I don't mean to get too personal. Uh, (laughs) We we made love and I was terrible at it. Why? I don't know, man. You just didn't have a good shot. Just, just, just strength of boner, really, really low. Uh, you know, I could just, I felt bad. I felt bad for my performance. You were kind of grabbing it by the bottom and shoving no, it in there. No, I wasn't choking the chicken. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't doing. No, I, I didn't. I didn't do that. But you know, I, I mean, I, I, it was, it was so bad that I started looking up, <laughs> looking up like symptoms for men at, <laughs> at certain ages right. like does this happen that's to a most dangerous guys? game to play, dude. <laughs> yeah. and then you get that article that like completely confirms everything that's worried you and and it took every ounce <laughs> of restraint that i had not to send the article to sierra <laughs> to be like read this it's not just me you know oh my god dude <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, what happened? Are you just tired? Or I not? I don't know. You know, I yeah, I just I had a lot of my mind very stressed. I, I, boner's not so much the problem. I think it's uh, achieving the the end result for me mm-hmm. has become a little bit harder. Uh, you know, so that's 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 my story. <laughs> I know we don't talk too much about our sex lives on the podcast. Did no, open up, man. I just felt bad because you know, um, she deserves better. She deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just purposely not going to say anything for a second just to i think that. we could keep this I, this is on me no, 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 I'm, no. I'm i'm you know i'm not suggesting us taking it out i think it's good but i'm owning my lack of uh of strength and virility uh so yeah ryan what do you got <laughs> you watch the cable there i love that this made pepped ryan right um on. foods that you can have to kind of help oh good salmon yeah. Dark chocolate and pistachios. Really? Wow. They help. Good okay. For erectile performance? Just performance. Not necessarily. It seems like getting the boner is not an issue. Yeah, no. But the com- boners come. They just, ah. uh, they don't no. actually come. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. Oh, yes. yes. I, listen, first of all, I eat a lot of salmon. <laughs> I eat a lot of dark chocolate. I don't eat many pistachios. Uh, remember we Jesse Lingard? We Jesse talked Lingard. about that. I think we knew that pistachios. No, we were talking about ve- vegan because he's a plant based guy. Yeah, we were talking about vegan boners. Mm. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be some solid. Well, I appreciate that, Ryan. Did you know that off the top of your head, or did you just uh, Google that to try to find a way to help me? I knew that dark chocolate helps, but I googled the salmon and the pistachios. Yeah. Well, I asked what food helps. I guess if if Ryan shows up next week with a little go bag of pistachios and <laughs> smoked salmon and dark chocolate, <laughs> we'll know we'll know what's happening with him, Mister Slinky them in the Noodle pool over in there. Episodes. The old Slinky Noodle got <laughs> splinted in, splinted in with the your old fingers. Salmon dark chocolate well, sandwich. I'll make you a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Mix, throw some salmon, pistachios, and dark chocolate in the blender. It really is a well-rounded meal. I'll choke that shit down. <laughs> Yeah. Right? It's a healthy meal, like salmon, some pistachios, and it, as a snack, uh-huh. dessert. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Dude, it's funny. You look very ready to play golf right now, and I noticed that you're head to toe in bird dogs. I am decked out in my bird diggity doodah days. <laughs> and I am comfy and ready for swinging the old driver. 
Dude, totally. It's, you know, it's clothes that pass in the clubhouse, but also clothes that don't uh, prohibit your hips from moving in the appropriate direction. Zero restriction, zero problem, uh, you know, making pals over at the old sun deck with a John Daly in your hand. Hitting it right in the fairway on that dog leg left on Mm -hmm. 13, dude. Yeah, dog leg left. Love that. I, uh, we love our bird dogs so much and we continue to wear them with gusto and aplomb. (laughs) And commitment and love in our hearts. And you will too. Silky breezy smooth. When you go to birddogs.com and you use promo code banana. <laughs> which will, every time. It's going to get you a nice banana. carrying mug. One of those ones that keeps drinks cold. Uh, which you can throw a couple ice cubes in and some tequila. And enjoy throughout your golf round. Or Amazing. whatever it is you're doing that day. If you're at the beach, they're perfect too. Birddogs.com. Promo code banana. Enjoy your bird dogs. Dude, so, bro, okay. Back to our credit card talk real quick. Oh, yeah. I was I hit the Centurion Lounge hard on the way to LAX, and- But you didn't have a drink. No. You don't drink to fly, ever. Never. And not, like, drinking because it's free, dude. That's a loser's game. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to just drink at 9 a.m. because it's free. It's a ridiculous idea. Mm. Maybe at night, maybe, but, like, no, I don't drink to drink. You're telling me you went to if you go to an open bar at 9 p.m. You're gonna oh, be like, well, "Come on, let me pay." That's different. I mean, if I'm at a, it's a party. You know what I mean? The yeah. point of being there is the party. Yeah. At the point of the airport is to go somewhere, not to get fucking drunk. So I wake up all like dehydrated in the middle of the flight. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but dude, so they have like this little Equinox Lab thing. Yeah, I was wondering about that. So I was too, and I've never like, to be honest, I kind of felt like. A little bit of a, of a turkey, like trying to investigate it too much, like seeing every possibility. So I like never even looked into it. But dude, at the front desk, the lady suggested that I try it out. She's like, you should try it. She's like, it opens at nine. Like they have so-and-so this, 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 and that. And I was like, oh my God, sick. One of two of the things, they have leg compression and hip compression, mm-hmm. which are like two of my favorite things that exist that I actually pay for normally. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is dope. And also she's like, yeah, you know, they have like massage g-u-n-s she's like it's the airport she said that (laughs) and i i couldn't tell if she was just being the like Uh like if one of the other ladies would have said the word we would have said guns but i thought that was pretty funny we had a little chuckle that is good i mean we we spell out uh it's time for his d-i-n-n-e-r when we're talking about coat feeding because he knows oh he'll get excited by the word dinner But I don't see the TSA, you know, busting in here with guns if we <laughs> said dinner too loudly. Uh, all right. Keep going. No, but dude, I mean, that's it. But they have like a, a really, it's a really sick setup, dude. They have yeah. like uh, all this like relaxation stuff and massage chairs and fucking mm. hip and leg compression. Mm-hmm. You got to check, you got to check it out next time you're in there. I will. That's JFK. Yeah. And especially, you know, if your little back's been bugging you a little bit, that hip compression will make you feel real nice. They don't have, the Equinox thing at the LaGuardia one. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because we went there not too long ago. But I'm going I am going to JFK tomorrow to head out to Seattle and yeah, hit uh, it. you gotta hit it hard, dude. I'm gonna I will go early. Get in there. Uh that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was good. I had a couple of funny plane things happen too. First of all, the classic like ate all my food situation and the the flight attendant comes over and goes, Huh, you really hated it. and so at first i didn't understand like obviously like i'd eaten the plate but i hadn't eaten the like dessert or the other stuff so i thought she meant i didn't like the other stuff Uh so i said i said what do you mean 
<laughs> but then she like doubled down. She's like, no, no, your plate looks like you literally licked it. That's why I said that. I'm like, are you serious, lady? Like, Jesus. You know what have been? It You're already been, not supposed to do that to begin with. It would have been really funny if you had. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. Coach, I just burst in. How is that not a human? Not knock the door down. <laughs> He just bashed open a closed door, dude. Yeah, that was was absolutely insane. Um, That might be on the camera. I would I would have thought it would have been funny if you had just refused to pretend as though you understood what she was. I know I should have done that. Looks like you really hated it. What do you mean? Oh, no. It looks like you literally licked it. I didn't. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. Not among other people. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. I I'm I'm making a joke about how you ate all your food too quickly. Well, I you know yeah. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> Did not let her off the hook. It is funny the idea of people not under- that's like a thing that happens when you talk to people who like speak English as a second language sometimes. Like in my old neighborhood in Brooklyn, it was all these like Bengali restaurants, and I used to go to them sometimes. And I get to the thing, and I'd be like, just me, and there would be no one in the restaurant. And I'd be like, do you think you have any room for me? Uh-huh. And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, dude, all right, never mind. Yes, thanks. Like, see me, please. Uh, um, I don't know, man. I had another funny playing thing happen. I'm, this is like, all right, so you know how there's, on the bigger planes, like to LA, there's like the sides and then the middle, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So apparently, like, I don't know if this guy knew this woman or not, but this woman on the other side of the middle was going to go up and get her bag. Uh, but this guy decided he was going to help her. And I don't know if it was her husband or if he was just some random guy, but he jumped over the center thing. No way. Like he, he essentially let not clean over like a hurdle, but he Mm -hmm. like jumped up and he was on the seat and they jumped down and I was standing next to this old man. And it was just like the classic, like stupid small talk moment. I just look at the guy, I go Tarzan over here. Dude, and the old man just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's heard it before. He, he, he liked it. Dude. He's heard it before. Nice moment of bonding, dude. Was the woman pretty? Uh, I don't remember. I'm trying to wonder what would cause this guy to act with such gusto and gumption to yeah. be so acrobatic and trying to help her with his bag, her bag. If uh, maybe you know, I thought maybe he wanted a date or something. <laughs> I. It felt like seventy percent chance it was his wife. Oh. I th- okay. I think. I don't I know. It was just weird that they were. We got to get Kojai out of here. Kojerson, sorry, Kojai. pal. Come on. Dude, he blew his load bursting through the door. Okay. Well, oh, I have, I have uh, something. I, oh, speaking of making small talk. <laughs> so I was driving, um, I was driving uh, home last night through the city and I was listening to rap. Mm. in my car and i had it up a little louder than i typically what do. were you listening to uh i've been getting into i, I don't even know I'll, I'll give you the name Pull i have the, the um speaking of which you guys gotta listen to that new future album it's super good you like it chris it's it's solid interesting yeah all right i was listening to just some terrace martin terrace martin yeah court featuring corday and ah, felix okay I know uh i was also listening to some Stolly. Oh wow, um, that's that's crazy. That, and then you knew that that's like an MMG guy, Stolly. Wizard D. 
Wizard E. Do you know, know Wizard D? No. Uh, how about uh, currency and the S or the C is spelled with a money sign? Well, the S is spelled with a money sign. The, oh, well, sorry. It's, it with should a be a C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's spelled with the dollar yeah, sign. I know him. Featuring Wiz Khalifa. Ah, what song? What song? That was The Count. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, And nice, then dude. Nick Caution. And Nick is spelled N-Y-C-K. Uh, and that's featuring... Uh, what is who's this featuring? That's featuring um, uh, Eric the architect, Chris, and you know as that, well man? as Coda the friend. I know Coda. I know Coda. Yeah, I figured you guys would like uh, some of this music that I'm listening to. A good little to. list, dude. Yeah, so I was listening to some of these songs, and I was really in the groove. And I pulled up to a <laughs> stoplight, and next to me, in the lane to right to my left, there was a gentleman. Uh, who was also listening to hip-hop music, uh, also quite loud, and we both had our windows down. And I was trying so hard to catch his eye. <laughs> to bond. And put my window down and say, who are you listening to? <laughs> and have him give me a song wreck. I would find it and put it on. And be like, this is good. And then we would go on our way. I like that. But he never looked at me. Yeah. But I thought that would be cool if that did happen. It would have been. Yeah. It, it, it feels like it would be slightly unusual. Why? I've just never really. So it's one th If you're listening to the same song or the same artist, it's one thing. But if you're like, who are you listening to? And he's like, you know, uh, who, who, uh, Rick Ross, like new album, you should check it out. And you're like, all right, I will. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. It just feels kind of like yeah, insane. Yeah, but that's right? bonding. It's nice, that's though. A, that's a cross-cultural cleavage. Nice moment, for sure. Yeah. No questioning that. I think he might have been listening to Trippy Red. You oh, man. Trippy Red? I love Trippy Red. Do though. you really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so he was, um, at, at one point, he was in cahoots with that bad guy who has his hair dyed. Takashi 69 oh, okay. They were in yeah, cahoots. Yeah. But then they had a falling out, I think. Yeah. Seems like most people kind of had a falling out with him. Yeah, Takashi six nine, not a very good person. <laughs> I know. Is he now? He's mm, doing all sorts. He's of stuff. snitched too many times. Too in much my snitching, opinion. dude. Dude, you ever have trouble getting money from somebody after you've lent it to them? I don't think I've ever not had trouble. <laughs> something about lending money to to one of your friends. There's something so informal about it that sometimes it can just be difficult to collect. That's exactly right. Friends take advantage of friends, and when it comes to money, and that leads to discomfort. And friendships ending. Which is not good. No. It's simply not good. Uh, and that's why you guys should check out Pigeon Loans. Pigeon Loans solves this issue. It's a super cool platform that just essentially gives you the framework to be able to kind of like make terms for a loan that you're giving them. It's not any sort of like entity that's actually lending money. You're the one lending the money. But like you can make your terms stuff. And by doing it through Pigeon Loans... It kind of gives it more legitimacy. Yeah, it, it makes them the bad guys so that you don't have to be. <laughs> right. You're not going to come knocking on your buddy's door and have him resent you for the fact that you want your money back. Pigeon Loans takes care of that part of it for you. Right, there's something psychological about it. Yeah. It's almost like the same, like you ever work on on something with a friend and, then, and they're kind of just like not trying hard enough, but then the second you involve some like higher party... They all of a sudden are like, oh, authority. <laughs> no, I work alone. <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. Okay, Mr. Bond. Yeah. Um, that's funny. But dude, like there's something about adding that kind of like 
third party. It's almost like what's that? It's like an arbitrator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly right. Uh, and it's even, it can even be cool. Like in other situations, like if you have kids and you want them to like understand the value of paying people back or whatever, you can give them a pigeon loan. I mean, there's so many ways that you could incorporate the pigeon loans platform to yeah. your advantage. Yeah, my kids took a 48 cent pigeon loan from me and I'm charging them 4% interest. And, uh, you know, they're going to regret those two lollipops <laughs> they purchased. They can't get it back to me. Dude, it doesn't even have to be weird. You could literally be like, dude, like, I just don't think you're going to pay me back. So right, right. if you just sign this in good faith or here's the, here are the terms of the agreement, make sure you pay me back. It's a really cool startup. Uh, pigeonloans.io. Uh, and there's a link in our bio uh, that you should click uh, to use to go through it. Yeah. Um, Check it out. So it's no, a good sorry. Way to lend money and, and collect money. It's in the episode description. Yeah, right, guys? Episode description. So look in our episode descriptions. You can click on it. Uh, it's pigeonloans.io. Uh, go in there and lend your lend your friends some money today, dude. Bingo. I had another funny thing happen. It's here. All right. Uh, I had to walk back a name drop. <laughs> Why? Okay. Have you ever done this? So I'm talking to a guy. I went to an event for my uh, my old final club at Harvard. It was like an alumni dinner in New York. It was like 160. Recently? Yeah. Last week was the most busy social week I've had in New York in years. Sweet. I had events in the city. What were they? Monday through Saturday. Or Monday through Friday. I don't even know. Um, Monday Walk night. Monday night I got invited to join uh, my friends for, they're in a dart league. Oh, nice. And they play every Monday. And I'm not much of a darts player, but they're pretty serious. They play all the time. They practice all the time. Was Tony there? He was. No way. He's the best player. Really? By far. I believe it. I mean, dude, he, he throws darts with, with anger. The, it <laughs> snaps in there, and it, it, it's almost hard to pull the darts out of the board. <laughs> but he's incredible, you know? Um, and he was there, and then two of my other friends, and I guess they could their typical teammate wasn't there, so they asked me to fill in. Nice. I went... Where is this dart league? It bounces around to different bars in the city. Are the bars shitty usually or no? No, this one was in Tribeca. It's called Puffy's. Okay. Um, and dude, for a Monday night, I mean, it was packed. Interesting. And it just reminds you like, oh yeah, there are some fucking lunatics in New York City. Right, right. Like why would a bar be so packed on a Monday night? Dude, totally. And uh, And we played and we won. So that was fun. But you know, you have, I had a Guinness. Just because guinea pig, everyone was having Guinea. <laughs> Guinness has made a big comeback. I've been seeing it. Every, like everyone's been drink, like, oh, I've started drinking Guinness. I don't know out of where this came from, but it's like it, it, there's this groundswell of Guinness drinkers, <laughs> and I, I I don't know. I don't mind it. I like it, but yeah. I don't love it. Uh, so I had a Guinness, and then I had a, and then I had a beer. So of course my my sleep was trash on Monday night. Tuesday night. I had the Ranger game where nice. I got the hockey stick. Nice. Wednesday night, I think I had this. I don't remember what I had Wednesday. Thursday night, I had this big alumni dinner. Mm -hmm. It was all, we had to wear black tie. Oh, wow. Yeah. At the, the university club. It's very. Where is, that's in Midtown? Yeah, like 48th, 50 something. And 5th? So, yeah, that's right. right. Just just yeah. north of Grand Central. Cool. And uh, it was great. You know, we were singing the, the songs. <laughs> But there Wait, was a, literally. Oh yeah, there's a song. Yeah, and then and then and then we everyone, are the men. Yeah, of the future of men. It's not. It's not too <laughs> far off from that. Nice. But there's a lot of lore and 
root ritual and yeah. custom and tradition. You know, it's one of those things that's kind of fun to be part of. Totally. Because you hear about that stuff from Harvard and some of those things just haven't changed over the years. And uh, it's fun to just, you know, to dive in. Nice. Uh, with, 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 a, with a some ironic detachment. You know, if I were full blown, like, this is who I am. This is what I live for. I can't wait to sing the songs and be just among men. That, that, that's a little outdated. But to do it and be like, ah, this is fun. This is the way it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Once in a while, not yeah. too bad. To, you hold hands with the guys next to you. Really? You swing your arms and sing the songs. And on body all day. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. And everyone knows all the words and it's cool. Um, and so there was a guy there, um, who's an avid golfer and he's, I knew that he had played a round of golf recently with a guy that I have played golf with, who is a former NHL star. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was talking to this guy and I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm good pals with, uh, Brad. (laughs) Is that the hockey player? Yeah. I was like, I'm good pals with Brad. I saw you guys had a round recently. And he goes, oh, he's the best. He's become one of my best friends. And he was like, how do you know him? And that's when I had to be like, oh, well, we don't know each other all that well. <laughs> right. Has this ever yeah. happened to you? So it's like. Where you instantly realize that the person you've name dropped to is much closer much better, yeah. to the person that you've name dropped and that you cannot continue down the like the road of deception that's funny overstatement dude i don't i i try very hard to avoid ever being in that situation i'm sure it's happened to me and i've seen other people do it to me yeah where they'll be trying to name drop somebody that i know really well or something and then when i'm like oh yeah like that person and then they're like oh well i just you know yeah i just worked with him once (laughs) he probably doesn't remember me nothing worse (laughs) than having to stuff the cat back in the bag a little (laughs) oh got my toes a little ahead of myself there uh to be honest with you we 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 don't know each other that well i don't know why (laughs) i said that i'm just fond of him i don't know how he feels about me Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was so instant too. like the fact that the guy was like, he's one of my best friends, but you can't, you can't, that's a Trump card. You know what I mean? But you, it it sounds as if you didn't fully make it like, I don't know how much you made it seem. I think I I said like, he's a good friend of mine or like, I'm, Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm like, we're, we're good pals. Like, and, and you know. Uh, it's one of those things where I just know for certain that that guy would not have used that language in describing me. (laughs) Like he's never making the mistake of over name dropping me. Do you know what I mean? He'd be like, yeah, I've played golf with him. I, Oh, I know that guy. I might get, that might be the most I would get out of him. I know that guy, you know, or like, Oh, or maybe he's like, Oh yeah, he's funny. That's that. That's the extent and I went with, we're good pals. <laughs> that is an absolute overshot of how of old our, is this guy? The, the, the guy you name dropped? Uh, probably 45. Okay. And, um, and his friend, I mean, clearly, I should have seen the writing on the wall <laughs> because I think they do play a lot of golf together. Right. right. And I should have known better. <laughs> Where'd you play with him? Uh, this, and and I, I played with him like a couple of summers ago, but I played national. Oh, cool. Which is like, yeah, 
I one of the top it, 10 yeah. courses in the country. It's Sick. the sickest place ever. And they just paired you up with him randomly? No, no. He oh. invited me. Oh, cool. And I, so I do know him. Yeah, okay. Okay. And we had a lovely time. Fun, yeah. It was just the two of us. We had drinks after, yada, yada. But, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of correspondence since right, then. Right, right. <laughs> Whereas I, I would guess that these two guys are like traveling Coming to play out. golf together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Dude, that's so funny. I thought you'd appreciate Dude, that. Dude, so it's funny. I know I did very much. But you are very good about, I have noticed this, you're very good about not over name dropping. I try not to overplay the card. I just, I, I've just seen people, I've seen people do it so much that it's almost as if their identity is pegged to this person that they're constantly bringing yeah. up. And I just like, don't like the idea of that for myself. But I obviously you don't, don't do that. But I'm I saying. envy people that have the restraint to not name drop or, or, or credit drop or brag. Mm. Nothing is cooler to me than someone who, about whom people find out things about them. They're, they're, they're shining credits. Yeah. They're shining, you know, stripes. Uh, not through them yeah yeah like it's something that's found out either just by accident or someone else tells them about it mm -hmm. dude my theory on that is because of course you have the impulse you're like i want this person to know this thing about me because they will treat me differently they will treat me better if they know this about me mm -hmm. and who doesn't want that you know what i mean right but the the it, the cream really rises to the top in the situation in that if you can restrain yourself they find out eventually. You end up getting it 2x on that's the back a, end. That's a leap of faith, Julio. It is a leap of faith. I don't know that I can rely on people to find out all the good stuff about me. I think I got to tell them myself. So listen, for the 20% of people that never end up finding out, the 80% who do will like just think you're the fucking shit. You're right. And this is <laughs> that is a a level of as I said, restraint, maturity and um I would say self-possession, which you have and so many people do not. And uh, it is a major credit to you and it makes you so enjoyable to be around because you have so many people you could name drop and you have credits that you could drop. But it, 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 look, at, look at the podcast. We've been doing this almost three years, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and we continue on an on a daily basis, every day we record to, to find things out about Julio, which are our new, our new revelations. And the fact that you haven't just burned your well dry. I'm getting close. This here. many episodes in funny. is a testament to, I guess your, your, you know, constant, uh, interest in, in new developments in your life keeping it fresh and not letting your achievements of the past uh stand as your as your markers anything thanks dude that's very nice that's very nice i do think that there's a when it comes to you know brag bragging and shit like of course i we all do it at some point name mm -hmm. dropping we all do it i do i do we all do right um but i think that if you can try not if you can try to just like be enough within you know what i mean it really does tra it can translate if you can pull it off yeah and i'm not necessarily saying that i can but i think it's like a I, I attempt to do the things that you're saying so i do appreciate you uh, but it, you're that. you made a great point like people will treat you better 
Yeah. If they know certain things about you. Yeah. And who wouldn't want that? And it's, we're trained in life, you know, to basically from whether it's being trained for a job interview, you're supposed to highlight your best qualities Mm -hmm. or you're applying for an apartment. Like this is my credit score. These are, this is why we should deserve it. You're always selling yourself. Mm -hmm. You're always selling yourself. And to not have that spill over into a you know this your social credit and your your sort of uh social Clout. yeah exactly and to like put up the bar and say nope uh i'll let people make up their mind about me from the moment we start talking as opposed to flooding them with you know the what we've been trying to do all this time i don't know how you do that man <laughs> well i yeah, do i will say this i i really think it can be a handicap to sort of, to kind of give into that kind of stuff. Because if you think about this, okay, this person will treat me better if they know this about me, right? Like that is not a good way to get people to treat you well. Like it's just so, it's like fleeting. It's like what happens when the well dries up and you don't know anybody cool anymore. You're going to have to like be knowing some, you know what I mean? Like that whole thing is just like not a recipe for success in my opinion. Yes. As far as like happiness is concerned. I think, I think we all probably know that to mm-hmm. be true, but knowing it and actually employing it are two vastly different things. Yeah, yeah. And it, dude, it also is sort of like, it makes you more sort of like nimble to be able to not need that because once, you, once you've established this sort of like social, you, the level of your kind of social standing and like even in the comedy scene, right? Like right. people know me now. When you like going into a situation where they don't becomes like intimidating and something that you don't want to do because you want people, you want people to treat you the way that they treat you. you know right. I, mean? I don't know. Something about like that whole thing, that sort of like ego preservation, I think can, is ultimately like can be detrimental mm. in a way. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not, this isn't me. Like this is just kind of like a thought in general. I'm not saying that in response to what you're saying about me, but like, I think that it's a good exercise to kind of always try to like keep the ego in check, be happy with yourself if you can. Yeah. None of us are perfect. Yeah. You know, and some, we know people who just like are like trying to prove themselves to a point where it's like exhausting to be around. Totally. It's like, dude, just give it a rest. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. So dude, when I was packing for LA, I actually was really happy that I had so much awesome rule of threads gear Yeah, because rule of threads, you can really wear it to do pretty much anything. I, I almost feel unoriginal now in how little I bring any other clothing. (laughs) Dude, it's clean, simple, premium menswear basics. And literally like you can take when you're packing, especially I don't have like a big piece of luggage. So when I pack rule of threads, like I can wear a rule of thread shirt if I'm like sweating. Now, granted, you should be changing after you sweat. But, you know, if you're not sweating a ton and you're doing some kind of rigorous activity, you can literally wear your rule of thread shirt then you can wear it out and then you can sleep in it. And maybe you should do it in the reverse order. Maybe the working out should be the third thing, but you can literally do it for everything. Uh, dude, it's amazing stuff that is very standardized in that when you like a t-shirt, that t-shirt's going to fit that way forever. So if you want to buy another one, you don't have to go chasing looking for it. You know what you're getting into when you buy a rule of threads. Yeah, it's, it will fit you the same way as long as you don't change how you are <laughs> Correct. a ton, which has happened to me. Dude, they have uh, Henley tees, regular t-shirts, polos. They're adding more colors, more different styles. Uh, it's a really cool emerging brand, and we think you guys are going to love their stuff. Spot on. If you go to the website and use promo code OOPS, you will get 20% off of your order. Uh, and honestly, 
every season when you need to restock, get some new stuff, this is the place to go. 20% is a great discount. Uh, go to rulethreads.com, promo code OOPS, you will get 20% off your order. You want to hear something funny? So this, is, this isn't exactly what happened, but the opposite of what you're talking about happened today, and you are involved <gasps> in this really hilarious way. Okay. Okay, so I have a call with this guy who does like licensing for whatever. I'm sure, you know, I don't even know. Content, right? Whatever. Uh-huh. We're talking. And he's talking about the production company or whatever the company he works for, whatever specifically that they do. And he was like, yeah, but you know, we have been behind some things. And we were talking. I'm like, oh yeah, I have this podcast. Like, it's great. Like, uh, it's been a great like thing in my life, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, cool, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, you know, uh, we made this movie. I don't know if, you know, uh, like Francis Ellis is in it. And <laughs> like what? after having not Yeah, I think I know who this is. <laughs> without we we never established that I did the podcast with you. No I just way. said that I do a podcast. Yeah. So he was highlighting the biggest guy in the movie. Wow. Little does he know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, messing. you you big dicked him. You <laughs> big friendshiped him. I big friendshiped him on the yeah. Francis. I don't know. We we got this guy in the movie. I was personally he's a friend of mine. I was able to get him in it. Uh Francis Ellis, I don't know if you know <laughs> him, and you were like, "Hold my, hold my fact. friendship badge." <laughs> Let me tell you about Francis Ellis. <laughs> yeah, well, I did do this movie. It was an independent movie. I saw you post about it too, right? Didn't you post about it? I may have done. A story? I was tagged in it. Yeah, um, I might have done. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. That guy's nice, Michael. Yeah. No, no, different guy. Then I don't know who you're but talking about. But I think about. they work for, he works for, maybe they work for the same company. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think I've done more than one movie, so. <laughs> when does it come out? Uh, I think soon-ish. Sick. I don't know. I mean, they, I, I just wait to hear from them. Congrats, dude. I am wearing only boxers for the entirety of my scene. Sick, dude. Sick. Yeah, it was a little, it was, I was there, you know, with 50 takes in my underwear. Sick. I don't know. I don't Dude, know. there's nothing better than getting to show off the pipes uh, when you didn't decide that it was time to show off the pipes. Uh, I don't you know. You were forced to show them off. I felt a little exposed. I wasn't thrilled about it. I, I don't... Um, it made me wonder how I would have felt, how I would feel about filming sort of a revealing or semi-nude scene in mm. a movie. There's... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of... Because... It's 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 all the time around the scene, you know. Okay, reset back to one. Yeah, and you know the makeup artist is coming over and touching you and primping you up and tugging on your thing on on your whatever this like <laughs> tugging on your fucking nah, Johnson. Yeah, but, yeah, and and you know you're <laughs> you're it. in plain view of all of these people who are working on the movie who are you know fully dressed, mm-hmm. and you definitely feel a little bit i don't know i felt exposed uh i felt underdressed like i was just the asshole who was mm-hmm. parading around shirtless no it didn't sorry on set they don't give a fuck. obviously they it's know. what it was called for but i don't know that it was an interesting yeah well dude it's funny you say that okay so there have been times where i have gotten auditions for things where it's like full frontal nudity but like as a character that doesn't matter. I'm just like the guy who's naked and that's my whole purpose. And I'm like, I, can we like pass on this one? Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But if I were like the main guy, I'd be fine with having peace action in the shot. Dude. You go full peace? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Really? But, yeah, I don't care. But dude, also, uh, I shot a short film once. It's called Moon Party. You got, It's probably on YouTube. You could probably find it somewhere. 
Uh, Ryan, are you looking? See if you can find it. Moon party. Um, it's a it's a really funny, really funny idea. Actually, the girl who wrote it, I like had the craziest crush on. We had like this steamy, fast romance Ooh. that like it was it was it was like, dude, it was a what a crazy night that this was. Like, okay, I like I sh- where this we is shot going. this. <laughs> no, it's not it. We shot this video. I decided that I was like obsessed with her. I started like texting her. I don't know, whatever. And then like, I love the way you say that, by the way, because I too have often decided yeah. that I was obsessed with someone. <laughs> no, but it was really, yeah, I did, but like it was, it wasn't like, but yes, yeah, I know what you mean. though yeah, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like you make a decision all of a sudden you're just like, okay. Dude, then I'm on stage in the middle of my show that she came to that I come and I, I like start bringing it up during the show while she's in the audience. I'm like really putting the moves on. And then we like hung out a few times. Like she lived in LA. I went there. She came here whatever. It was like quick. And then that was it. But anyway. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that might be it. dude. Moon party. But anyway, I'm naked. I, I was naked in this. Thing. Fully? Yeah, they don't show it. But like I was standing around their ass naked, which was. Definitely weird. How many people were there on set? A dozen. Wow. Yeah. Were you doing a sexy, steamy scene? No. So, okay. So the whole idea is that this girl uh, is taking her new date to a nude party. Oh. And like, I forget if she knew before or not, but she's like, whatever. I'm trying to like try new things. Get over my boyfriend. And her boyfriend is also at the party. Her ex-boyfriend is there. Ah. And there. And now you're having this like awkward, I'm bumping into my ex, but everybody's naked. Which was kind of funny. It was wow. really. I thought it was a really funny idea. Um. Anyway, I don't know. How, and so, yeah. so a lot of people were naked on set. Yeah, that probably makes it a little more made it a little bit better, like palatable. I guess I don't know. I mean, it was weird. It was definitely a little weird. But like, it's one thing to be naked, and another thing to be naked on the in the shot. Mm. It's not like you can see anything. Were you um between takes would you sort of step behind a curtain and fluff it up a little i would kind of just like hover my hands in front of the region just so it wasn't just like yeah hands on hips but do you know what i'm saying were you were you making yourself uh presentable uh were you were you giving yourself a little bit of life down there not full i don't think so rigidity It's 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 risky yeah, because you, you can over. If you fluff too much, you just you know. All of a sudden, everyone's like, "Dude, this guy is turned on by all of this." Did someone get this pervert off set, dude? Do you need to go fucking deal with yourself? Literally, yeah, I know. It's the risky run, dude. Being fucking ass naked, fluffing. Like who, you're like, who put who put Viagra at the craft services table? Someone put that in the water. It's That's like, a no, funny prank. Nobody dude. did, man. You're just a freak who never sees naked people. <laughs> dude, that's a good prank. Look at all of us. All of us are being super professional walking around this nude scene limp. Limp is roadkill. And yet here you are ready to poke eyes out. Excalibur. Get this guy out of here. He's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> you lose your SAG card. <laughs> Reporting harassment on set. Dude, oh my God. Oh, man. Too fucking funny. Gee, the other day I was struggling. I was really not, uh, my energy had gone to hell. (laughs) Starting to lose vision of the corners of my eyes. (laughs) My, my, I was getting the sweats. My, everything was just sort of falling apart. And I said to myself, what's wrong? 
And it turned out I had forgotten to drink my athletic greens. Mm, I'll do it. You know, it, it, and it really did make a difference. I felt the lack of health, the lack of mm -hmm. goodness running through my system. Dude, it's a very refreshing and uh, delicious habit that's really good for the mind and the body. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good and costs you less than three bucks a day. Yeah, You're investing much. in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Cheaper. Right? Nice. It, it's way cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. The difference between a day where I've had my athletic greens and a day where I haven't is like the difference between, uh, I don't even know. Dr. Jekyll and Earth Mr. Hyde. and just some piece of crap floating through space. <laughs> some discarded piece of astronaut crap floating through space. The AG1 formula is great. We think you guys are going to love it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, but anyway, I thought it was funny how that guy uh, brought you up and like little does he know. Yeah, little does he not, know. Not the same, but like still pretty funny. It's funny. It, it's, uh, it's troubling to me that they would name drop me as the biggest name for that movie that doesn't speak well for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, maybe he meant because you're a comic and he thought I would know who you were or something. All right, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. I had like, have you ever like missed the mark on a joke with somebody and they get mad and then or something and then you just think about it forever? Sure. Like <laughs> I have a thing like that that I now use as a joke because it was just like it annoyed me also. Uh-huh. But like this guy I used to teach tennis with, this is pretty funny. He he always had this uh he had this this one family he would always teach, right? And the and the mom was super cool. And I, to be honest, I didn't even know at the time that they were a family. I just thought that here's this like cool, like slightly older chick who's always playing with this one guy. Like maybe she has a crush on him or something, right? Mm. Uh, I don't even think I knew about the family situation. So one day he like came to my show with her, just just the two of them, and whatever. And I think I texted him like jokingly, being like, "Oh, dude, are you and her a thing?" Like, haha. And he literally texted me back, hey, Julio, you're a funny guy, but that shit ain't funny, man. What? <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck? So that's like an ongoing- Was it his wife? No, it's just like some lady he teaches. And they were a thing? No, they were not. Oh. And I just- Because she has a family. Apparently. Like, they were always together. Like, she was, she was playing. She would always play with him at the club. And like, I took it too far, I guess, How dude. old is this guy? He's got to be around 40 now. I mean, at the time, he's and probably... how old was she? He was probably early 30s. She was probably late 30s. That's All right. So story. it was reasonable that they might have been dating. Not even that they might have been dating. It, might, it was reasonable to think that, like, the tennis guy hooking up with the student situation, which is a thing. Yeah. Uh, and so now it's become, like, a joke with, with whoever I've told that to, where, like, in any situation where I can bring up and be like, hey, man, that's you're a funny guy, but that shit ain't funny, man. Dude, you know, I love that. <laughs> I love that you found some extra juice from, <laughs> yeah, from right. this. You gotta. But that guy is a loser. <laughs> that's a, that is the grand champion right He there. probably doesn't even remember this story. And actually, I like him. Like, he's fine. That's Chumpzilla, man. You can't, you can't be offended by that. 
come to a comedy club with a woman who's not that far from your age, both attractive. You're the tennis coach. She's always taking lessons. She's from super you. friendly too. He like, certainly knows the stereotype. He certainly yeah, knows right? the sort of the 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 construct of the you know divorcee hooking up with the tennis instructor. <laughs> And so for you to make that joke as a fellow tennis instructor right. when you're a comedian and he's come to your show I know is so inbounds to me that it's beyond belief. So I te- but I texted him that. I don't care. Okay, okay. I just want to make it clear that I didn't like I didn't say it on stage. That In would be fact, if I saw this guy right Shh. now You'd probably you'd probably like him. He's a nice guy. I don't guy. know if I would. I was surprised at that reaction from him. Yeah. I was just kinda like, oh my God. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because it's like, because then he pulled the like, they're like family. But it's like, are they? To me, it reads as someone who probably is hooking up with the girl (laughs) and doesn't want people to know. Is overreacting for the sake of throwing you off the scent. That's interesting. That's an overcorrection from him. Whoa. The whoa. The only other times I've been greeted with that kind of like surprising reaction, maybe whoa. This is blowing my mind, dude. It's the equivalent of someone who, who farts and then someone else is like dude did you fart and you're like i didn't fucking fart dude like i don't do that you know what that's over the line <laughs> i did like, i didn't i'm not gonna do that i'm not that guy someone else probably did, did you- and you know what shame on you for even saying it <laughs> you're like dude you definitely farted dude <laughs> So it's funny. It's like such a stereotype that like the guilty person does that. But I guess, yeah, the only other time I've been greeted with like an unexpected reaction in a situation like that was like these two people who I worked with, also the tennis club, both girls. And they were kind of like, they were just talking. They noticed they were good pals. And I started thinking that their like energies were like a perfect yin and yang. And I was like, you guys should date, dude. And they both were like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, maybe one of them like has a crush on the other one. Yeah. So I was like, oh God. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I don't even like girls, man. <laughs> Ew, what? Ew, date? No. That's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I would. I, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it's fucking insane, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what, dude, what did you do for the rest? So, what were your other social engagements? So, you had the dinner, and then what were Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Uh, um, I'm trying to think, did I go out to dinner with the? I think I went out to dinner with the Summer House guys. Oh, nice! Did I do that? You you went again? No, I went the one time. Oh, okay, that meal was just for Charles, right? Yeah, that's one of those meals where I had nightmares all night after I ate absolutely it. just so much fun. You're never food. not going to. You just can't digest. It's no. too much food to possibly body digest. can't handle it. You have fucked yourself. Yep. Um, and then um. I don't remember if that was what happened on Wednesday. Friday. Friday. Was this last week? I guess it was last week. Yeah, Friday. I don't know what I did. I, I know I did something. Saturday, we went out to dinner. You know, it's just expensive. Expensive times. Dude, I spent almost my entire flight to LA playing Switchcraft. I would imagine <laughs> you would. There's no time that you don't want to be playing that game. And dude, we all know that, you know... uh a chick with a cool vibe is always my spirit animal in life. <laughs> our girl move with Molly uh, over at Old Equinox, and now our girl Bailey in the game of Switchcraft. Yeah, Bailey is a girl right up your alley. If she were a real human, you guys would be dating. I would just want to be her, dude. Yeah. She has like that cool sort of like 
shaved the side of the head mullet but Ooh, not thing i do like that look on cartoons she's in great <laughs> she's in great shape our boy dylan too is jacked one of her boys yeah. they have like a very complicated no, relationship send me a pic of that out. that guy's pythons dude and we're heading all over to the academy trying to figure out what happened to lydia our missing friend where are you lydia where are you? lydia where are you no <laughs> uh dude it's a old classic whodunit as you try to figure, I'm on level 400 and something. It's pretty wild. Uh, and the way that you propel the story along is by playing the match three game that we all love. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You guys are really going to like this game if you're looking for something to do on your phone. Uh, go and explore a realm of magic, mystery, and romance. Download Switchcraft on your mobile phone for free today. But I get, I'm getting these checks. Checks, checks. Get those checks. I'm getting these checks that keep coming. And I'm living uh, paycheck to paycheck. You are. And when I say that, what I mean is, oh, there's money. Let's go spend it. <laughs> these well, checks, surely these checks will continue to arrive in the mail <laughs> on a consistent and timely basis. Well, dude, your your inflation worries are kind of finally materializing. Has it been stressful looking at your portfolio the um, last couple of days? Or does that like does that when when the market's down, do you get bummed out? Like, how do you I'm deal just, with it? I think I'm I'm always living in a constant cycle of fear. Uh, this is the problem. I can't remember a time where people were not talking about the the next impending doom, dude. That always. we were heading into. It's it's insane. The constant fear mongering. You know, I look back on Ronald Reagan's reelection campaign, and he had a political ad that he ran called It's Morning in America. And it was uh, an incredibly positive and uplifting message uh, where, you know, it, it opened on this like birds chirping and the sun rising and some guy with a deep voice saying, it's morning in America, you know, and mm. uh, unemployment is low and all of this. And, you know, it was basically like, Ronald Reagan has done well in his four, first four years as president. Don't you want more of the same? Mm -hmm. Things are going well. I don't know that in my lifetime we've ever had a, 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 a president or a couple of years where people were like, yeah, things are going great. So but, even if they were right, looking right, back. Right. And that's the thing. It's, it's such a thing, which is crazy. He won that election by like a massive landslide. I think he right? won every state except one. Who do you, who was the guy he ran against again? Um, Starts with a D. Not Mondale, no. was it? No. Yeah, Malden Mondale. Did I get that right? Nice call. Fucking hell. Well done. Yeah, he swept the... <laughs> he, he crushed him. He won every state except the one that he was from, which was like, I'm not going to be able to name this. It was not North Dakota, was it? you get that bro I, or like ohio or I something and they were like reagan was scheduled to go do a tour to what? minnesota minnesota he was scheduled to go to minnesota to campaign and his team called it off mm. they were like let him have the dignity of winning his home state because <laughs> i think he could have won all 50 states that's fucking the electoral wild. votes from all 50 states good for him um, man. love to see it dude yeah. the uh it's funny to me though how a lot of the time, like the economy stuff is kind of like largely out of the president's hand. It's just like cyclical shit that's like going to happen no matter who's the president. And granted, like I know like tax stuff, whatever, but like 
It's funny how like some people just get fucked by when they were president and other people benefit from it too. Totally. Oh, the jobs like Yeah, but 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 then what happens of course is that um if a current president is benefiting from a positive economy, the opposition will say that the previous president set all of right, that up. Right, right, right. Totally, or totally. if someone is doing terribly, <laughs> the opposition will say, well, the that previous was because president. the previous president. <laughs> and it's crazy. Dude. I don't know, man. I mean, it's crazy. I, 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 I guess t- to return to our point right now, um, you know, are we headed for doom and gloom, a recession, stagflation, all these terms you start hearing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 it certainly doesn't seem good. Mm-hmm. Um, where in your life have you noticed inflation? Just my, my kind of like investments getting crushed. But is that inflation? <laughs> I, I think so. Like it's, that's part of it, I think. And then just like, sorry, go ahead. Marisa. Well, I mean more directly. Like, no, what I have haven't you noticed, noticed in your life that's more expensive. I haven't noticed it at all. And I have two very distinct spots. So from oh, I, which you will agree. So with. Uber is one. Uber is number one. But I I attributed that to like the pandemic, and then like there not being as many of them or something. Driver but shortages, and that, that was true? the case for a while. Not anymore. I don't think so. And now I think it's like fuel costs going up. Yeah, the cost of cars going up. Uh, microchip shortages. Uh, used car value going up. And therefore, like anyone who wants to, you know, it's just it's just hard. The barrier to entry to become an Uber driver there, I would say that the driver shortages or like the supply shortage from Uber is now more attributable to inflation uh, inflation than it is to COVID. Interesting. Again, that is just a guess. I don't know what the Mm -hmm. fuck I'm talking. about. Sounds right to me. Um, But dude, honestly, I almost feel like this might be pulling this out of my ass, too. But it feels like just living in an expensive city to begin with. You're sort of just like. Like I, shit's always expensive. You're numb to you know? it, yeah. yeah, a little bit. But I don't, I don't know. Um, the other place is uh, hotels. Interesting. Hotels have gotten insanely expensive. Interesting. Um, like in places where they were not before. Anywhere, dude. Pick Crazy. your spot. Like acro- across the board, uh, you know, two star hotels went from being like eighty bucks a night to one hundred and fifty. Interesting. Fucking nice hotels went from two fifty to four hundred. Interesting. Um, you know, I don't even know what a reasonable price is to pay for a hotel room anymore. Mm-hmm. And and it's it sucks. Well, dude, I have. I, I'm thank you for reminding me this. We can talk about this in the next episode. But I have some good hotel stories for you. It's getting cr- fucking crushed. Total Excellent. ball droppage. Did I, I wasn't trying to? No, cut no. You off. I think that's it. I mean, we touched on uh, economics and (laughs) um, all that stuff. I think that's, yeah. I mean, to your question, does inflation uh, worry me or... or, No, we know that it does, but I'm just wondering now that like, you know... I don't, I can't, I can't pinpoint that my fear of the, of where the market is heading right now is any worse than it was before three years ago, five years ago. Cause all you're ever hearing is the bad news right. forecasts from whoever's not in power. You know what makes that's dude. So true. That is just something. Hold on to that everybody, because they're going to make you feel like it's shitty when it's not correct. Life's good. You have, you know, you're walking around, you're feeling doomsday projections from whoever wants to blame the current administration. And the way I see it, and this makes me feel way better whenever the market is getting crushed, which happens all the time. Guess what? 
all the time. Yeah. Uh, just remember that you probably still have more money than you would have if you never invested it. There as long go. as you're in the green all time, you, you can't be mad. Fair point. Right. Are you, are you thinking about, are you still dabbling in NFTs? A little bit. The yeah. NFT market is falling apart. I've heard. Yeah. So the, I saw that wall street journal article. There's all these like things that, that are kind of like countering it. But yeah, like the NFT stuff has sort of like slowed down a little bit, but I had my like couple big wins. Yeah. Uh, and I just made kind of a big purchase though. Oh, I knew it. No, no, no. But, but, but listen, it's like, it's like the top thing. Board so, Ape? Well, the, the like land, the metaverse thing. Yeah. I like. What's that? So they, they dropped, uh, they, they dropped their own board Ape dropped their own like metaverse. Oh, a, so, a place where the apes can hang out or. It's unclear. Classic NFT situation. But anyway, I'm dabbling a little bit in that. Huh. And uh, no matter what, I'm not like in a position where I'm risking losing a lot of money because was I've the done price, so well. Was the price of their acreage in the metaverse very high based on how successful their NFTs have been? No. Uh, so there's a lot of it. So it's not as expensive. It's still expensive. But um, I was trying to mint it and it didn't work because it was so crazy. Like the mint was so like highly coveted or whatever that even though I had the pass to do it, it was too, the gas prices were like $10,000 yeah. to do it. So I just bought it on a secondary market. Um, but still whatever, we'll see. Hopefully even if that, if that busts, it still like won't put me in too bad of a place. Wow. That's all. All right. Julio continuing to step up to the plate <laughs> and take his I knew, but I'm getting dude. No, I got Amazon getting crushed on that. Yeah. Crushed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not going to sit here and only talk about my W's. You know, you take some L's in this uh -huh, game too, dude. Uh -huh. I still stand by that play, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got Boston coming up. Big Boston weekend. Laugh, Boston. I'm there May 19th to the 21st. Bunch of shows. I'm hoping to see so many of you there. We'll all hang out after. And you can get tickets for that at FrancisEllis.com. Sweet. I don't really have anything coming up till the summer. I'm going to be in Tampa uh, in the middle of July. I'm locking those dates in still July 28th in Seattle. Uh, Crocodile Room. Give those tickets on my website. And then uh, a couple other things coming. So that's cool. Sweet. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. See you soon.